1: Welcome everyone to another exciting edition of the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Scott's not here because the wee baby archer.
2: I tried to replace Scott's interruptiveness.
3: It's sick. What do we talk about, gang? So many things.
2: Forced entry. Rotting brain. Politics. Language debates.
3: Not was Ten Commandments.
2: Mafia inks. Students
3: stealing votes.
2: 80s hairstyles killed that guar dude.
3: The amnesia festival up north or west.
2: Ah, uh, metal versus punk. To
3: cover or not to cover.
2: Lots of 90s pants talk, Dave actually.
3: Grohl is so
2: cool. John Douglas's main thunder and other true kind stuff.
3: Diablo Three, pew 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 new
1: expansion
2: and dark souls 2 That's
1: sort of sort of <laughs> aren't you guys excited i'm Yay. excited I'm nine excited. to five entertainment system <laughs> go Why don't you whore yourself that, more, that, Sophie? That, that,
0: that, 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 <laughs> that, that is a thing, but that's that separate.
1: Yeah. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yay. We're recording.
1: I know Sophie loves it when we do cold intros.
0: No, I fucking about? hate it.
3: I know. They're great. It's like all natural.
1: Exactly. It's just you, just you just stumbled into the 9 to 5 crew just having a little chitty chat. That's true.
3: And then we're like, oh, hey there.
1: It feels fake, Didn't like feel you there. know,
2: news anchors when the intro song is playing or fading out, and they're like playing with their notes and stuff. And it's it's like, the best. We had a great day. Your stupid face. I fucked your mom. It's, I, that's totally what I picture when it happens. It doesn't feel natural to me, like forced entry.
3: Fucking Keith's mom feels like forced entry. <laughs> to you. That's weird. That's what I got out of that, that little rant there.
1: I don't really understand the whole thing. Uh-huh. What's uh, what's up, guys?
3: Well. The smell is in the air, the spring is here, things are melting. It's fucking lies. It's like
1: it's been minus 20 every morning.
3: Yeah, but outside, right now, on the walk here, it was like zero degrees. It's beautiful outside. I think... And And I was smelling things that were melting, just as I was poetically trying to... Was it dog poop? I was like like a dead, frozen cat. I did walk past a dead, frozen squirrel. However, it had not yet started to smell. You're right. It has been frozen until...
2: My snake, speaking of stinky, dead things, my Mm -hmm. snake is having a bad molt right now. And is not eating as Mm -hmm. a result. Mm -hmm. So uh, Robin, uh, who's kind of really good with those, suggested that I let the mouse get stinky. And if after a couple of days he still doesn't eat it, I should poke a hole in its skull.
3: (coughs) That'll get to stink out. Rotting brains? Yeah. Yeah. So, the stench of rotting brains melted poorly molting snakes and defying squirrels that that brings me to the subject of which I would like to discuss, which is politics. Excellent. <laughs> anyway. It's that it's that season again, guys, and our city sure, government this is, this decided to spot like spot slam a election in. And yes, we haven't had a podcast since this happened.
1: No, we did. We talked a little bit about oh, it. We mentioned it just. And we mentioned it. This right. is how we how we ended on the down note. So we're going to oh, start yeah, on right. a down note in episode fifty nine. That's I'm right.
2: So glad I'm here for this one.
1: So. Is this the last podcast we're going to have before the election?
3: Yes, because it happens so fucking fast because they just surprise the shit out it of you. It might not. With. Wait, hold up.
1: I'm going to check a calendar. Yeah. I'm going to check.
3: I don't remember what the date is for the vote. It's April something.
1: Yeah, in fact, this – yeah, it's the 7th, I believe.
2: Something like that.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. 7th or 8th. Yeah, it's a, it's a Monday. Okay. Um, yes. So this will be our final podcast, our tra- Our final opportunity to sway to – get, get, get the word to in. To huh? sway both listeners to whatever you want to do. Yep. Which what? is which is like a complete and total mystery because is all it? of all of the parties are possibly sovereignist except for one.
3: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know what? Uh, John, Scottish boy, John, uh, is is amazed and flabbergasted that there's like no socialist parties. Hmm. Yep.
3: Well, there's kind of no point. I don't know if there are none. There's probably there's a lot. Like there's all kinds. There might of be crazy some. Indi- yeah, there might be independent, yeah, independent the writings.
1: The well, there
2: used to be the NDP, but they're not really.
1: No. They're not really yeah. socialist. Yeah.
2: They started out kind of communist, I think, and whatever. But yeah, John's like there's a bajillion back in in Scotland. And D- to
3: be fair, like I only know the big four that were in the the debate, which is why I bring this up because I watched all two hours of it, and the um and like obviously they didn't have any of the teeny tiny weeny parties. And every time you go to vote, there's always like eighty names on the ballot. You know, like way more than you know about. And
2: I honestly only know about the Green Party. Okay. And I'm sure there's a conservative and then a liberal option, and that's, yeah.
3: Well, not really. This is provincial politics, right? Like, you have, you have the liberals who, de- like, maintain a presence, and you have the PQ, who you're probably familiar with, but there's also the CAC and the um, Quebec uh, Solidaire, Oh, which yeah, are I've like heard of those. <laughs> but, like, Solidaire is, like, the turbo left-wing, like, hyper-insanely left-wing. Like, we're going to greenify the economy by making everybody drive electric cars, and we're going to have no more gas, in, like, like, that kind of left-wing. And um and they're also, like, hyper, hyper crazy separatist. Like, I had Talking about th- Quebec Solidarity? Yeah. I, I had this moment listening to, to What's-Her-Name-Speak where she was, like, um, Francoise David, I think her name is. And she was, like, like, in French, obviously, what is wrong with you people? Like, this is an exciting time. We can legitimately make a new country. We have the people and we have the power to make this possible. It's going to be amazing. Like, why are you guys not more into this? <laughs> and... and like, even as much as, like, I disagree with literally everything that she said, I, like, I still – I was, like, kind of, like, like captivated a little bit by her enthusiasm. Like, you really rarely hear straight-up enthusiasm in politics. Yeah, exactly. It's like a
2: passionate visionary.
1: You're like, I admire yeah. your dedication.
2: And
3: I'm glad you said that word because she's, like, passionate in, a, in like, a for-real sense where listening to Pauline Marois speak, it's, like, listening to somebody who's passionate with the express interest of manipulating my opinion. It's like a fake put-on passion yeah. with, like, all the right notes being hit, all the right hand motions. They're, like, her face is, like, perfect in every moment. And you're, like, you fucking weasel. You, <laughs> you, you <laughs> brought up <out> this, <laughs> like, charter bullshit in the middle of a time when we're, like, the corruption in our government is just so psychotically dense. <laughs> you're, like,
1: about and to pa- par- Partially, like, this whole election is partially her own, dodging, yeah. her own dodging of fucking corruption allegations. Because
3: she's fucking hired a guy, the guy from the CAC, um, God, it's Francois... Pel- Peledro? Yeah, Pedro.
1: The uh, Quebecois.
3: Yeah, and he. he no, oh, no 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 no. no, no, no. Pedro is, is on her. Oh, team. yeah yeah.
1: Pel- Pedro is. I thought you were talking about the Quebecois. You're talking yeah. about uh, François Legault.
3: Yeah, Legault. So François Legault looks at her and is like, "Any other country, this would be illegal. Like, what is wrong with you that you would hire this guy?" And, and she just like weasled her way out of the question. Like, I don't know
1: if you know about this, Sophie, but that the yeah. the she has as one of like riding for the Parti Québécois, yeah. the like a majority shareholder of Quebecor media. So, you know the separation between media and state? That's supposed to be, like, in the Constitution? Okay. Yeah, but do you know that? That the media is supposed to be, like, you know, like, they're, like, media, like, in order to be, like, represented as, like, a news source, you need to be, like, we're fucking unbiased and independent. Yeah, like, there's a whole fucking, like, journalistic integrity and all that stuff. And it's, like, legally binding. And... Yeah, but then why would? How would you possibly be able to run for politics if you owned the biggest Quebec media yeah, conglomerate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And then they were like, "You should totally fucking drop your shares." And he's like, "Oh, it's held by a blind trust." But I'm like, a blind trust that's still going to work in your interest. Yeah. Fuck, it's so it's so bonkers. It's,
3: it's looking at her <coughs> being like, that would be illegal. There's this other moment, the same kind of thing. So um, uh, François David was like, "You asked me to join the PQ. Why would I do that? I don't agree with you." And it, and it's just like. It's another example of Marois doing naked, raw, political, skeezy ambition, fucking backroom manipulation to try and get her Well, and, and even
1: him. even Legault. Legault used to be, like, a piquist and was, like, yeah. fucking completely... He's like, it just doesn't fucking make sense. He's like, they're not interested in making a stronger Quebec at this point. Yep. Like, and,
3: like, well, listening to him speak, I thought he came out by far the best of the four in the election. Mm-hmm. Like, he was... What co- Keck.
1: Coalition Avenir Quebec.
3: Yeah, So he's, like... Super calm, collected, intelligent. He's a businessman. He ran um, uh, what's it's not Air Canada, it's um, Canadair, I think it was. He was like in charge of Canadair for quite some time, and um, muted. he's like a, you know, like there's something there's something just like chill about a guy who's been in like a really intense business boardroom muted, dealing you like. with these people who are all politicians, and um, like I really like he had a lot of good stuff to say. Stuff where he's like, listen, yeah, I was a a separatist, but the people of Quebec don't want it, and it doesn't make sense to try and separate. Like, two-thirds of Quebecers have come out on record saying, nope to separation, so why are you guys still talking about it?
1: Wait, well, the fucking... Like, I don't know, we had this conversation in the thread the other day. Like, I was like, the zany fucking part about separation as, like, as a concept, and why it is even an issue, because, like, it's very, very easy for people to dismiss it being, like... Oh yeah, but 70% of the population doesn't want to happen, so the referendum could never possibly pass. Yeah. But 30% of the population does want it. Mm-hmm. And so because of the writing system, 30% of the votes, I think it's like 1.4 million votes. Yeah. So there's 1.4 million votes to be had yeah. by saying you're pro separation. Yeah. Which is absolutely not enough to get a referendum because a referendum is representational, it's not writing based. Exactly. Yeah. But you're like, you can get like fucking like a significant number of seats in the, like, provincial, whatever they call it, not the House of Commons, the provincial...
3: House of Representatives?
1: House of Representatives, yeah. Okay, in the in the Provincial House of Representatives mm-hmm. by supporting separatism. And then, like, as a politician, like, or as a party, you owe it to that 1.4 million, million votes <laughs> to yeah. pursue separation, even though it is not going to work. Yep. Like, even even though you might not necessarily go all the way to, like, fulfilling a referendum, you still need to appease... 1.4 million people who want you to be working towards separation. Yeah, like,
3: and and the disparity of value between my vote and the vote of somebody in rural Quebec is just like absurd. Uh, it's like 11? Something like that? I think no, th-
1: I think the, I think the worst the worst I think is 7 to 1. I think that's is the worst so the worst disparity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and that's like in the major I mean your vote's worth nothing anyway you live in NEG. Yeah, Hell. Right. It's been it's
3: been liberal for like since before I was born
1: yeah it's an un uninterrupted liberal uh vote since i think like the fifties or yeah. something like that like yeah. like i mean whatever it doesn't mean does, not necessarily doesn't mean don't vote if you ha- if you have another opinion because yeah, no, the sure, liberals uh, on the federal level the liberals i think it was an uninterrupted liberal uh liberal m p for the federal level since the sixties huh. and then it was an n d p vote that actually went in last federal US election vote. yeah yeah and it was it was tight And also the CAQ was the first time they ran in the provincial election last time. Mm -hmm. And they, like, instantaneously became, like, the runner-up in NDG. Hmm. So for the first time. So, I mean, if you are thinking of voting CAQ, like, that matters. To even just, like, close the margin, even if you don't necessarily oust a liberal. It matters to their, like, political future to be like, look at the headway we made in a liberal stronghold like NDG, you know? Also
3: on the provincial level, they still get money from every vote. Like, Harper yeah. got rid of that on the federal level, but if you vote for wacky little parties, they're going to get a couple bucks for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: And apparently, is this... I don't know if this is actually true. Mm-hmm. I didn't verify it. <laughs> but friend of the podcast, T-Chad, said that apparently there is no PQ representation in NDG.
3: That's not impossible. I was thinking it makes
1: sense. Like, yeah. it's just a fucking wasted resources, really. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, should we fucking throw some money at a fucking, like... Like, if it's going to be liberal... And if it's going to be anything else, it'll be CAQ.
3: You know, what's funny is when I've been hanging around on Monkland, having yeah. like only recently moved into that area and spending time on the street, Like yeah. I hear French more than I hear English by a wide margin. Like that's you, very
1: different on Sherbrooke.
2: Yeah.
3: That's probably – that's a super good point. But yeah. Monkland is the moneyed section. You'd think it would be
2: eh, – Isn't that more yeah. Westmountish? is. Yeah. Well –
3: Monkland Village
1: is like a new establishment though, sort of, yeah. right? It's like it's a rel like a lot of the condos and stuff there are new, a lot of the apartments are newer. Yeah. Like and, uh, and like they built it up as a like a happening spot. So I think there's like people who live up on Monkland I think are like less indigenous to the <laughs> to the area. Yeah. But I mean but I I still I remember reading somewhere, I've been like researching a lot, especially about NEG because it's like well obviously it's where I live and all that stuff. But apparently it's like one of the only places in Montreal. Because technically Westmount isn't part of Montreal. Right. But it's one of the only thing places in Montreal where there's a ma- majority Anglo slash Aliphone population. Hmm. Like and I mean that doesn't necessarily mean that we're a majority Anglo because we are including Allophones. Aliphones. Right. Yeah. But I was like, that's kind of weird that it was like and I guess that's why we live here, <laughs> like well, sort of. I was like, I never really thought about. it. I wasn't have to have any reason that I why I moved to NDG. But I was like, when I think about it, I'm like, absolutely. You can get service in English anywhere in NDG. It is not even like I, an I get sassy
3: looks at the metro that I go to. Okay, uh, when I when I say like when I when I'm like paying for my my food. and yeah. Start in English, and I, I'll there's some of the girls there who I'll like they'll be like talking to me in French, and then I'll like respond in English, and then they'll keep going in French. Huh. <laughs> like. That's funny. Yeah. Like, how does that even happen? I hate uh. that. Yep. Yep. Like, yeah. I, I don't even mind. I'll switch to French if she's, if, if she's nice about it. But, yeah. like, what the fuck, man?
2: Now, some people, um, some places actually may um, impose that on their employees. Yeah. Regardless of their preferences. Like, you must respond in French unless they specifically ask you. To
1: speak English. Well, I don't think they impose sass face, though.
3: No, sass is (laughs) (laughs) brought to the table independently.
1: legally, though, they actually have to start serving you in French by default with a lot of various reasons. If they Mm -hmm. say, how can I help you, they can get in trouble because it has to be offered in French first. And if you were fucking to listen to Marois' thing, even saying, like, bonjour, hi, is still wrong because you're offering them both on equal footing. Because you're offering them together. Fucking...
3: we have such big problems in this province and <laughs> that's the thing that that gets into the front of the election. I'd be like, like it just blows my mind. Like We're I the most yeah. corrupt political like like political system in North America. Yeah. Like by a wide margin and fucking language is the thing at the front of the debate.
1: It's so uh,
2: it's, it's backwards. It yeah. it
1: bothers me so much. Like the thing the thing that fucking bothers me like the absolute most is that like They fucking, like, they're like, we're so special, we're Quebec. I'm like, we're 30 million people in a fucking, the second largest country in the world. Like, by all accounts, every single solitary province is, like, bigger than most European countries. Yeah. So, it stands to reason that we do need special rules and special fucking consideration. But, like, so does Ontario, and so does Alberta. And, like, it's like, they're very, like... Like, I find I have very little culturally to do... Like, I traveled across Canada, like, two years ago for my job. Yeah. I found... And a couple of years before that, I went down to the Maritimes. I have very little in common culturally with anyone from the Maritimes. I'm so-so with Ontario. Mm-hmm. When you get under the prairies, I'm like, you are in, from another country. And out west, you are in another country. Like, yeah. we're all Canadian, but we're very, very different. And I was like... And I think that that makes sense, that each province should have some degree of fucking...
3: And, like and to a very large extent, does right. Like yeah. every province has the right to override the Canadian Constitution. And yeah, and like they have the their own taxes, has, and yeah.
1: they have their own whatever. Like, but that that that's like the fucked up part. I'm like, that makes a hundred percent sense to me. But then be like, now we want to leave. I'm like, fucking chill out. Like, the, every well, province. The, the argument
3: that they'll make is is comes down to a linguistic one, right? They'll say like everybody else is, you know, the 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 provinces are sort of more descended from British colonies, and there's like a the language thing, which is you know. I can't really find a good argument against that. I I had this exact same thought process that you're having right now in my (laughs) head while I was doing dishes two days ago. And I was like, okay, but hold on. Well, they do speak French mostly in Quebec. Can't really... The the other provinces are kind of united linguistically. And like mostly allophone and then like a whole bunch of English.
1: But like, like that's such a fucking minor distinction. Like a language is so fucking... Like such a shitty thing to not be a country about... Like, yeah. you know, like I'm like most European fucking like if you look at like because Europe is like a fucking like tightly clustered. All yeah. the border cities uh, are usually like at least bilingual and sometimes like
0: try pre- or quadri-
1: tri or quad. Yeah. And sometimes the predominant language is like the language of the neighboring country because that's where the major metropolitan area. Yes. is. Yes.
3: I've, I've seen maps drawn that are like, here's Europe with the, the countries. Here's Europe with a linguistic map where yeah. the majority speakers are whatever and they draw it on it's totally fucking different
1: yeah well that well my my grandmother is like technically speaking uh she was a uh, czech yeah but the big city was in germany their little town in czechoslovakia at the time before mm-hmm. they had separated spoke german her like czech was like like czechoslovakian was to her as french as to us mm-hmm. like that was her second language her primary language was german she fucking, like, when you went into town, like, a big city, you went into Germany.
3: But she was ethnic Czech?
1: Yeah. She's sure. born in Czechoslovakia, but she absolutely did not identify as Czech. Right. She was like, I'm essentially German. Like, this was like, this that's what we, that I speak German when I go to town is Germany, whatever. And then mm-hmm. she moved to Canada and, like, hung out with the German community and all that stuff. But, like, ethnically, she's Czech. But, and I was like, and her city wasn't like, let's join Germany! Like, because it doesn't fucking matter. Like,
3: also, not like any of that matters to like ethnically when you're looking at a place like Quebec or Canada. Like, everybody's immigrants in the last three or four generations, right? With the exception of incredibly rural people in Quebec who've been here for much longer. Yeah, fuck. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm just saying. I find like language is such a shitty thing. And 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 again, like as a as a bilingual Quebecer, I have no problem with like maintaining French as a as a language. Like, yeah. I. I I think things should be offered in both.
2: My first language is French. I grew up in French. English is very English. It's very clearly my second language. Yeah, and (laughs) I'm so angry about the whole thing that I will force people to speak English to me Hmm. in service. When they obstinate to speak French to me, I refuse to speak to them in French. That's fun. No, it's not. It really isn't.
1: isn't. I was, I was not being serious when I said that's fun. It's shitty. It like is. I'm, fucking
2: I'm angry about the whole thing. I, I'm ashamed to tell people that I'm French because then I get labeled as something. It, it's it's terrible. It's like, oh, you're, you're first language French, so do you believe in separation? It's like, fuck off. I don't even know about these new elections. Like, I just I speak whatever language you want. Take me as I am and, and leave the rest of politics and everything out of my fucking face. It really pisses me off.
0: Mm.
2: Yep.
1: Also crazy. You're the right? most recent polls show that the liberals have a lead, so this – this, what? like,
3: political <laughs> chicanery from the PQ totally backfired. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's fucking... Plus, um, Kuiar? Uh, Qu- yeah, Kuiar. Qu- uh really, like, held himself well in the debates. Yeah, yeah. Like, he had some good points, and, like, ultimately, he's he's not a separatist, and um, he's running against three people... <laughs> who might be that, separatists. ...who might either have that agenda straight up, or might have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, like I said, like, the CAQ is, like, I think that, like, at least it's a somewhat safe alternative, because, like, Legault went on record being, like there is ab- absolutely no money or resources yeah. will be spent on the issue of separation
3: the thing though is he's also strongly behind the charter of values yeah which to me is kind of kind of some problems that... but
1: from what i read about it he was behind a charter of values yeah like i don't like i don't know if like he's behind the one that they're tabling or if he's behind some sort of a like protection of quebec culture which is like you know, like a charter of values—not
3: necessarily—not necessarily, not necessarily
1: bad. a bad yeah. thing if it's like maintaining what's like culturally important and all that stuff. A charter of values that shits on everything else, like, and is completely aggressive,
3: fires and, a whole bunch of our doctors and nurses because they like to work. Subsequently,
1: on that hasn't happened. No, more, but
3: that's because it hasn't. It hasn't, hasn't gone through. Yeah, exactly. They, they like, but in, this came up in the debate. François David and François go, got together and went to Pauline and we're like, "Listen, we'll back the Charter of Values if you fucking chill out a little bit on this thing <laughs> and just like don't don't fire our doctors and nurses. Let's find a way to like let them continue yeah. working. And like, is it a huge problem if some of them wear like a little bit? You know, like,
1: did you hear the, but the?
3: She didn't back down. She refused to work with them. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that exactly that's what I'm saying. So like that that was my like I, I don't know. Obviously, and it's way easy for him to be like, "Oh, that's not the Charter of Values. I would have approved." It's right. like we don't know what his would have entailed but like from yeah. what i've heard he's not necessarily in support of the one that magua is tabling like yeah. he's just in favor of a charter that like like has at its core like representing like Quebec culture and all that stuff which right. is it not necessi- yeah.
3: not i'm not going to say that's so bad and i'm 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 strongly for my tax dollars getting spent for young artists who can't to like go and do stuff like culturally I'm yeah totally exactly like
1: like, like shit shit like that like a charter of values yeah. where it's like Like, like, one of the things that they talked about, like, in a Charter of Values or whatever was, like, to not hire a person if, like, a Quebecer was available to the job. And I'm like, that, like, regard, like, to me, regardless of race or ethnicity or whatever, I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you're like, let's fucking give people in the province a chance to work in the province before looking elsewhere, like, be it from overseas or Ontario or whatever. Like, that sort of shit, I'm like, "Ah, I, I can't really, like, I don't have a problem with that. That's, like.
3: That's actually the source of one of the worst parts of corruption in our province is the fact that it's illegal for, for uh, construction companies outside of Quebec to bid on contracts in Quebec. That's true. That's yeah. why we have this like revolving door <laughs> bullshit with uh, like
1: nonsense construction companies. Yeah, exactly. While we're
2: on with dishonesty because I'm not really sure where else to plug this in. I don't have many political input. S- uh, so, Mahwa, the night that she was elected, there was an attempt on her life, right? Was it?
1: there? There yeah. was sort of. It was the um. It was unclear as whether it was like an attempt on her life. Shooting. There was a shooting. Yeah. But it wasn't like it was unclear as to, like, if it was an attempt on her life. Okay, or. I
2: was led to believe that it was an attempt on her life. So okay. Whether or not it was, and I have a theory that this self-important bitch kind of staged that to bring more importance and some amount of martyrdom to her election term.
3: Not crazy. Like Ordinarily that kind of behavior is so radical you would say that's retarded.
2: But, but hey, it's Montreal. <laughs> no,
3: but but it's not a while. Like like yeah. the Charter of Values was exactly that. The whole this this election that we are discussing is happening for no other reason than political chicanery. So I don't know. I don't have any evidence to say well, one way or the other. Also
1: her and her husband were coming up uh in front of the Carboneau Commission, too, right? Oh, yeah. Like, and then yeah. they were like, no election. So then they had to put all the fucking... Everything on hold. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... So there's the, uh, the Charboneau slash Carboneau, I guess, depending on... Charboneau's <laughs> Depending on however you're pronouncing it. Yeah. Commission is a commission, like an independent uh, political commission that was designed to fucking like flush out all the corruption that's going on in Quebec politics, overall, like provincial, municipal and everything. And her and her husband it was like, there's like, like a three million dollar sum floating around that's like unaccounted for, yeah, like it, that her husband's company just got,
3: and they're totally about to like start investigating the two of them hard, and she's like, boom, election, Charbonneau is on hold.
1: Yeah, exactly. The yeah. investigation from the Charbonneau commission is on hold right now. Uh, this is the commission that fucking like flushed out like two mayors in a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> like yeah. it was just sort of like uh, this, this
3: woman is the worst. Like
1: so long, Trombley, <laughs> yeah. Applebaum, being like I'm the interim mayor, nothing to worry about. So long, Applebaum. <laughs> yeah, like,
3: and he was supposed to be untouchable. That yeah. was like yeah, that's that was why he one got of the his interim. Big selling points was that he was like, and then he, he had like sixteen charges or whatever. Against yeah, exactly. Them. Fuck, <laughs> politics <laughs> in this province is the worst.
2: My brother wants to be in that. <laughs> well,
3: like, it makes me want to be in it. Like I want to fucking go. Do it.
2: You guys should fucking team up and rule the province. Man. But I wonder.
3: Like I want. Like like here, mine. My... Not French enough. Yeah,
2: my brother Done. is. Yeah, your yeah. brother is for
3: sure.
1: But like I but also like when you run into the fucking Quebec mob and all that stuff, like like I wonder how hard it is if you want to stay straight. Like if you want to fucking like is it just like play ball or you're fucked?
3: I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's not impossible.
1: <laughs> like it's just like you'll just not get reelected, you won't get any fucking funding
3: and goodbye. I read that Mafia Inc book that was all about the history of mafia in in Quebec and it's like it's fucking terrifying oh yeah <laughs> like going anywhere near that shit
1: yeah like i'm watching uh season four of boardwalk empire yeah and there's um fuck what's cicero in illinois maybe i don't know where anyway it's just like al capone was like wanted to expand his territory mm-hmm. so it was like a, like a major suburb like say like a laval to chicago was, like, having elections, and they were just, like, who are you gonna vote for? And it's, like, person A, they're, like, wrong, they just beat the shit out of a guy. <laughs> and, like, they would just, like, fucking, like, get little gangs of people with bats and stuff together to just be, like, this is who's gonna be in charge. And I was, like, certainly we're not at that point, but no. like, I think we're, like, the backroom equivalent, like, where it's just, like, you fucking play ball with the fucking mob and fucking corrupt politicians, and it's, like, and then it just becomes, like, probably, like, a fucking really depressing game of choosing your battles and, like, Sacrificing one thing to not back down from another, where you're like negotiating with a the most corrupt politicians ever, and b the actual fucking mob. Yeah. Like, no shit, you're fucking like, it's like. I'm like, how would you not be end up with like a little fucking dirt on your hands? Like,
3: I have, I, I'm very curious. I would, I would honestly love to know.
1: Well, like, and the the fucking bonkers part is, I was reading about the uh, about the debate and like how like one of like Magua's like fucking main reasons to like not vote liberal is being like they were corrupt Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah but those people are all gone like not not to say that these new people are not corrupt because who the fuck knows but it's like but i'm like you have allegations of corruption against you personally (laughs) and at least to my knowledge queer doesn't currently
3: like I, I, don't, I don't know not know. And he's like, much. he's
1: fresh enough into politics that maybe he doesn't. Yeah. You know, it's like, he's like, kind of like...
3: No, I think he's been involved in, in like, Municipal or something for a really long time.
1: I thought he was, but he's like a doctor or something. Like, he's spent yeah. a, a chunk of his career... As a surgeon. Yeah, like, not politicking. Yeah. So, I mean, at least that, like, gives I re- him... I really
3: kind of dig that, honestly. Having somebody who's, like... An everyman? Or... A well, surgeon, no, no. a fucking, <laughs> a, a brain surgeon is not an everyman, but somebody who has like done stuff that is not politics has like a like has has done real stuff in the real world. It isn't just like a political entity. Yeah, exactly. Like, like even if I'm not, I'm not going for him. François Legault ran a company, right? Somebody who runs yeah. a company yeah. has the fucking brains to actually run a province. I well, mean, and I mean,
1: and that that's thing. like yeah. the main reason why you would vote CAQ is they're like they're fucking hardcore dedication to be like. The prosperity, first, yeah. the, fr- prosperity, fucking bring the debt to zero, and then fucking like make a surplus, <laughs> like, yeah. like, and I'm like, that's that's a businessman, yeah. like a businessman is the person who you hire to do that, and like, that's
3: what we need right now. We have the most debt out of any of the provinces. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, <sighs> yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Quebec government is bankrupt times fucking ten, and yeah. and then people are still promising no raises on the the tuition and all that kind of stuff. The yeah. Green Party's on that. They're saying like free education for everybody. Thanks, Green. Didn't they also
2: (laughs) say something about Wi-Fi messing with your brain?
3: Oh, no. You know what? That was like the the leader of the federal Green Party. Which they're they're very Uh, different. uh, Okay. Very, very different. And she's actually an incredibly smart lady, Elizabeth May. And she's the only – there's her and one other guy who are green in federal politics right now. So she is the leader of the Green Party. Super bright lady. Super, like –
1: but ultra right-wing also. Ultra conservative. Weirdly
3: conservative at yeah. the same time as being whatever. And she had one post on her blog where she she was like, I don't know, maybe there is Wi-Fi stuff that'll mess with your brain. And she, to- she like, I think she retracted it afterwards. Yeah. Oh, so that, okay. You can pull that thing back. We
2: were talking about that in the car after D&D last night. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I read this thing. People were talking about pulling their kids out of schools because of Wi-Fi and suing the government and all this stupid fucking what? shit. And then they every time that they say – they get to somebody who's like, do you have an allergy in Wi-Fi? Yes, I do. It messes with my brain, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll, they'll put them in a room and be like, are you in a Wi-Fi zone right now? And they won't know. And then they turn on Wi-Fi. They turned it off. They put ten routers on right beside them. They have no fucking clue. Oh my god! Science, bitches, it works. <laughs> so stupid.
1: Yeah. Just sort of. Like I want to live in a world with no vaccines or Wi-Fi.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good on you, yeah, team.
3: Have fun with that. Uh, Anywho, I think that's all I have to say about the election.
1: I, I, I think that's pretty much. it. Sophie, how do you? How do you do? You feel more informed?
2: I might vote.
3: Please vote. Okay. They get the parties get money when you vote. So even if you like, <coughs> excuse me, d- you, like I don't know what riding you fall under. Probably NDG. Probably She's just... NDG.
2: I'm NDG. Why wouldn't I be? I live
1: in NDG. But yeah. you're, you're you're south of the tracks. Like yeah. I know there's a section of where you live that might fall into like the St. Henry area. Henry. Yeah. I'm no, per- it's... I'm 99 percent sure you're fine.
3: No, I'm you're NDG. NDG. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. Not one of those filthy St. <laughs> Henry people. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking St. Henry. Well, yeah.
1: you heard about the St. Henry thing with the the, the student stu- vo- blah, the student voter. Yeah. Who was fucking like given like an insane amount of runaround and then was like basically not allowed to register his vote despite okay. having all the papers? Like this, this is
3: amazing. What? I love Reddit so hard. So this guy makes this huge post on Reddit saying he yeah, fucked up. But I, I was at the right. I was at the polling station. I went in to try and register and I was not allowed. And blah blah blah. And he made this huge thing. And somebody replied saying, "I'm a worker at that polling station. I can't say who I am, and I made an anonymous account because obviously." It would be like a huge breach of security if anybody said anything. But you need to shut the fuck up. You came in and made a lot of noise. We have rules in writing that say you're not allowed to vote because you're from out of province. And it it takes... To refuse somebody the right to vote, it takes three people, a representative from three separate political parties who are all, like, adjudicators at each station. Yeah, yeah. And they have to – all three of them have to sign a thing saying this person is not allowed to vote. Yeah. So it's not like a political thing refusing this guy the right. It's that they have rules in that station that say he's not allowed to.
1: But I thought that he had his 12 months.
3: Well, that's the thing. There's there's a big conflict about what a domicile is yeah. between – um, what is the like the the public version of these rules and the polling station guidebooks and whatever that they handed out? Yeah, so there yeah. is a little bit of ambiguity, but it's not like a, an orchestrated political thing. No, 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 no. I got, Until Pauline <laughs> got in the got her, started running her fucking mouth off about students stealing the vote and all this other nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Like, she the, turned it into a political thing, and everybody fucking came down. Yeah, with
1: it. which is such fucking bonkers because yeah. she fucking essentially, in in like no small part, gained heavy heavy traction on the island of Montreal thanks to a student vote. Absolutely. Like, yeah. fucking, because she was like marching with the, remember, the protesters yeah. with the pots and pans yeah. or whatever else like that, and like did whatever she fucking could to get a student vote in Montreal because Montreal typically is not where PQ at least yeah. a big chunk of Montreal is not where PQ absolutely gets no, votes. No,
3: no. PQ made huge inroads into Quebec in the last and
1: largely from student votes. But for them to be like students are stealing votes, Yeah. being like, oh, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She has such a fucking stupid face too. Nine five, <laughs> totally unbiased. Pauline, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Wow. She has such a stupid face. Should
2: I do like a satirical comic? You know, like they do in a newspaper.
1: You totally, totally. You see, if,
3: I I strongly support that. I feel <laughs> that you
1: should, in fact, just start doing that all the time on Fridays. Yeah. Oh, just a, so, but, but like but it'd be like Friday. Sophie politics. <laughs> It'll just be like you could like Google politics and then like read a headline and be like, "This is how informed <laughs> I am
3: about talk, this talk issue." To me. We'll talk about on a Thursday. I'll give you something every week, no problem.
2: This is actually something that I thought about doing. I wanted to like research a tidbit of politics and then like have a Sophie's Politics segment because it's just funny.
3: Well, I don't know. I think like a
1: one a one panel like
3: yeah, Aislinn style Aislin style
1: fucking. Like, maybe like a little more crass. Yeah, we have like a big the th- th- fat fat Wall Street cats.
2: I actually yeah. uh, was oh, working. The on big a comp- business
1: written on his tummy.
2: I actually was working on a comic, a political comic with my brother for a while, and then I forgot all about it and never, never did artwork.
1: 95.cc. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was working
2: correct? on a comic and then I forgot about it. Yeah. We've got
1: good ideas sometimes. Yeah. And
2: then, and then they're gone. Ah. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've, we've filled up half of our time with politics, Tyler.
3: Fantastic. Tiles. That's important. I'm fine with that. It there, absolutely is important. Like I think 10 it's 10 good... people who listen to this podcast, so we've done our political duty in bringing up the election and... Fucking getting it again. in
1: uh, intergalactic news. Yeah, uh, forty-three billion year old Odorous urungus died I yesterday. I'm quite sorry. So- forty-three billion year old Odorous urungus died.
2: That sounds like a fungus. A
1: portion of his life was spent frozen in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. When the hairspray emitted by the '80s burned a hole in the ozone layer, he and his band of chaos warriors, also known as Gwar, mm-hmm. emerged from Antarctica. And then continued their conquest to try to destroy not only all of humanity but also all of reality.
3: Right. So it's probably for the best then. <laughs> yeah, a
1: little bit. And I mean, in forty-three billion years—like that's a decent.
3: You got uh, you got your time for the
1: rest. Dave Dave Brocky, I believe, is his. Uh,
3: Brodeky, something like that. Brodicke? I don't know
1: something like that. Is yeah. his mortal uh, alias? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. suppose. Yeah, fucking... what he
3: died of? I haven't heard anything about... Probably
1: a lot of drugs. fucking shit. Like, yeah. I know that the last member that Gore died was like, he died of this reason, but then had like a shit ton of fucking drugs in his system. Yeah. I like, Because uh, the most recent one died in 2011. Okay. But he's like... Arungus uh, is the only person in Gore who has been in every iteration of Gore.
0: Huh.
1: Like, there's been like... Otherwise, the rotation has changed. Because they started in fucking... Like, nice. I think like like yeah. late 80s. Late 80s, I think. Wow. Like, fucking, like, almost a 30-year run of gore. Which is, like, a fucking ridiculous thing. Like, we're a crazy band with huge prosthetic makeups and fucking, like...
3: Always stay in character for interviews. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, to just keep that up for so long. Like, even Kiss took off the makeup at one point. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he died. He's 50, which is...
3: Getting up there for a rock star.
1: Getting up... Especially for gore. You know, like, I'm like, if there was a band that was like, oh, someone died young, and it was Gwar, and I'd be like,
3: ah. I heard, and I've never seen them live, but I heard they always put on a fucking crazy good show. with I like have heard the same. Sploog You've never seen them live? And
2: I'm not a Gwar fan. Oh, okay. I okay. mean, I think they're cool, and they're, they're awesome concepts, and I've seen bits and pieces. of are a movie, but I just never got on t- into their music or anything, so. I feel
1: like I saw them. I saw them at a heavy MTL, I think. Um, I think the one that you weren't. We did
2: asked. a comic about it.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no! I know we absolutely did a comic yeah. about it, but I think it was the one that I was uh, with Walter and you were not there.
3: That's very possible. Yeah, 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 I don't know if it's on all their albums, but I heard a bunch of their tracks where they had like a really big brass section. That was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, they had like super, fucking yeah.
1: so much rotation of instruments. Super, and...
3: super heavy metal with like horns and fucking well fucking so good I
2: Sadam have a, a few Go-Go? friends Gogo starts off with like yeah. bum, 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 bum. I have a couple of friends who actually have gore t-shirts which are shirts that they wore to the gore show that are
3: like covered in goo
2: covered in blood and everything and yeah. they refuse to wash it so it, I it's heard like that's a memorabilia thing. you're yeah. supposed
3: to keep your shirt the shirt that you wore to a gore concert you go the white one and then you come out with it like yep. red and fucking <laughs> messed up colors and then you never wash it much. Matt Cabway when I was living with him, he went to one and he had a he had a gore shirt. You lived oh.
2: with the cowboy?
3: Yeah, for like years. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do for. Uh, are they gonna do like a farewell tour without him? Or I, know, man. How do you I don't know? know what you do in those situations. I don't know. Is
2: Slayer's it? carrying on.
1: That's true. Carry on.
2: so's Allison Chains. Yeah, I know it's so weird. Chains. Lane Staley. Yeah. Oh shit! I missed
3: that.
1: And it's so weird because the guy like. It's I find it. It's like it's like it's it's a fucking sort of like catch twenty two mm-hmm. situation where you're like okay you get another singer, but then like Alice which, which 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 like I understand you get another singer because you're like especially if even if he's the singer songwriter like there's probably like other guys in the band who could write music and blah 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 yeah. but then you're like but then do you just do your best Lane Staley impersonation
0: yeah
1: or do you not like if you're like playing fucking like man in the box and it doesn't be like you're like okay well fuck you then because if you're not singing like that you can go suck a dick like like it's so fucking weird at um, Amnesia Rockfest or whatever the heck it is up up north Mm -hmm. there's a concert thing happening in the summer Uh, I find it fucking crazy because the Dead Kennedys are playing and the Misfits are playing right Mm -hmm. and Jello Biafra and fucking Danzig are playing but not with those bands.
0: Really? <laughs> I was like,
1: that's so weird. Like, Danzig's playing with yeah. whatever his band is now. Danzig? It's not Danzig. It's Danzig and something. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's not just anymore. Oh. It's Danzig anymore. It's Danzig and the Heartbreakers. Something like that. dude. <laughs> An all Tom
3: Petty cover set with Danzig, <laughs> Danzig singing.
1: Yeah, it's, some, it's something like Danzig and the, like, Fiends or whatever. Or who knows. I would
2: go see Danzig again. I had fun when I saw a show with Demi Borgir. That yeah. was wicked.
3: Yeah. I, I saw a bunch of videos of him not in stage presence and he seemed like a total fucking tool bag i don't know how. a lot that of people is. say that like, i don't know him drunk early in the morning throwing stuff at people who are like dumping things on his lawn that's mm-hmm. a good day uh, he got he got called into court or something for that well,
1: there's mm-hmm. the alice in chains is also at that festival mm-hmm. it's like a fucking like 90s fest
2: <laughs> amnesia
1: yeah
3: that sounds wonderful i love that's the 90s
1: rock I fest go. yeah rock fest when is it Sometime in the summer. It's a pretty cheap ticket too. It's actually a fucking really really cool festival because it was like started up a couple of years ago by this like dude. I believe it's called Rockfest, and I believe it's presented by Amnesia. Okay. But it's an actual. It's not for profit. Like, huh. like they're like we make as much money as it costs to throw the show, and that is all. Like, That's I mean, like like bands and stuff get paid. Yeah, yeah. Of and course. it's like like bands get paid. Fucking workers get paid. Clean up crew gets paid. Clean up paid, crew gets the paid. The paid we rent the fucking venue and all that yeah. stuff, but like. We do not get rich off of it. There's like no profit. Like I think like the, the like the guys like the organizers and stuff like that have a have a have a salary.
3: Right.
1: You know, right. but it's like they have a set salary on the books that doesn't get like. That sounds awesome. Yeah, exactly. Where, so how it's far like,
3: out of the town is it? Uh,
1: three, two, three hours or something. Yeah. It. But it's like you also like you can go and you can camp up there like right. kind of thing like. Where? I want to say north. Uh,
2: huh. <laughs> it
1: might be west. Okay. You drive for a while and then. Quebec. Yeah, 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 it's in yeah. it's in the province of Quebec.
2: Okay. <coughs> uh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like Weezer's is there fucking like it's a very very like I was like, "Oh, this might be really sad." Yeah. Like it's a very like 90s centric fucking lineup like
2: I'm hitting MTL this summer because of that. No, man. It's not MTL.
1: Isn't it all punk? It's heavy Mm -hmm. Montreal now.
2: This year? Whatever. Didn't we talk about this last
3: time? Yeah, we
1: did. How is it all
2: punk? Metallica's headlining. It's
1: not that it's all punk, but it's that, nonetheless, there's still offspring uh, fucking... It's offspring, Pennywise, Bad Religion are, like, among the headliners. And even at their hardest, they were never even, like, the hardest of punk. Like, it makes me a little Slayer, sad. Slayer
2: and I believe Anthrax are there as well. That's Slayer like, and,
3: uh, and Metallica are the two main headliners. Yeah. So, yeah, that's super metal. But Yeah, I'm, not,
1: I'm like, not saying that they don't have any metal acts. I'm not saying they were like, no longer metal! Yeah. Like, there's very good metal acts there, too. But I just thought it was weird that when they like when they chose to branch out into also punk, that they didn't even, like, choose, like, the hardest punk. Like if it was just sort of like oh fucking like suicidal tendencies or like circle jerk or like whatever you'd be like oh that makes sense that is some fucking Marvel hard group. hard punk you know it's like it's heavy punk let's say but yeah. like offspring like I don't fucking
3: fuck you man smash was a great album I'm not smash, but... I'm not even, I'm not trying to fucking...
1: detract from offspring offspring was like one of my bands when yeah. I was in high school like yeah. I was like offspring was like really really into Offspring but which they album
3: were you the most
2: into Smash was wicked for me
1: um, Smash came out when I was in grade 6 I remember liking Smash a lot but like, but the album that came out when I was like at the most X-Nay on the was Ixnay Ixnay like, yeah. I think I was grade 9
3: I remember being like eh, this isn't as cool as Smash
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: And you're like 15 and already jaded
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I know they, this wasn't as hard. <laughs> nope.
1: Yeah, uh, like, I, I know, but I mean, like I was you when I was. Their,
3: like comedic shit That's as punk work.
2: as I got. Was Offspring Smash? Yeah. That's, that's I never went more punk than that. Yeah.
1: But, but like I went all the way back. Like I had like ignition and stuff. Like fucking. Yeah, that's the one
3: before Smash. Yeah, the, like, that's right. Kind of terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when fucking Dexter had like long hair. We had in, um,
3: <laughs> when I when I was doing a radio show at Dawson, they had like a like an Offspring section that had IXNA and Smash, and then it had this other one. And you pull it out, and somebody had like a like a sticky note that they had taped to the front of it saying, "This album came before Smash and is kind of crap." <laughs> 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 so that people wouldn't be like, "Holy shit, a new Offspring album!" And then just like throw it on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was oh. them and, uh yeah, Green Day. Yeah. Because Green Day – because Smash and Dookie? Dookie came out at the yeah. same same yeah. time. And I remember pretty much nothing came out after Dookie. I didn't I was, get
2: into Green Day.
1: They were very big.
2: I know. They were yeah. huge. Everybody was like, oh, my God, and I want to marry Billy Joe. And I'm like, this guy looks like a tool, and I don't like their tunes. Yeah.
3: I thought they had good tunes. I like the Brain Stew. I always, mm. like –
1: like, bands like Offspring and fucking Green Day and whatever else like that, I like – it's, like, in a, in a way, owe them something. Because I was, like, I was listening to that shit in, like, grade six. Uh-huh. And, like, would I have gotten into, like, legit, like, punk and scoff? if I wasn't, like, as a gateway, <laughs> like, introduced to, like, these, like, punk bands that are, like, absolutely, when you look back, like, way safe,
0: yeah. punk.
1: like Or, or, or like, so in-your-face aggressive that it's dumb. Yeah. Like, Offspring, you're like, oh, man, they're talking about fucking car crashes and but it's sex so silly <laughs> you know and you're like what the hell yeah. and then like you get into like like fucking anything that henry rollins has ever done and you're <laughs> like whoa yeah <laughs> you're like this is fucking intense or you get to the bad brains or whatever and you're like and it starts to get really good musically and but it's like they were like a gateway it's like why well, I don't really have like a problem with fucking blink 182 and shit i was like i was never really into them but i'm yeah. like if these little kids are like fucking 11 and 12 years old getting into these pop punk bands that means that when they like become like 14 or 15 or whatever they they might have a better shot at like getting into real music when it like fucking matters <laughs> not I don't gonna be know. listening
3: to uh, Avril Lavigne or whatever
1: even then really? fucking like if you're like a like a girl listening like a, like a 12-year-old girl listening to Avril Lavigne I feel has like a better shot at like discovering like actual punk music at some point than a girl like listening to fucking katie perry let's say like ever is not fucking fantastic but there's like a little bit of a punk edge sure like sure. some guitars on stage I heard she real instruments a
3: of some metallica stuff she was like brought into a show that was that was supposed to be like a birthday party for metallica it was something. a
2: homage to metallica yeah. and apparently she did a really really good interpretation she and her band yeah one of the better ones of the entire evening i i don't know Okay. But yeah, this is I just read this ev- thing. All the yeah. people
3: there were like, "What the fuck, Sophie? This, so, is, I mean, so this okay. is your
1: wheelhouse. This is what you're supposed to know."
2: I, I don't know <laughs> because I'm not a fan of Avril Lavigne. If she did something that's that's good and, and paid homage to Metallica in a really good way, then mm-hmm. I'm glad. But I'm not. I'm, I don't feel compelled to go and look it up.
1: <laughs> no morbid curiosity, like no. I I, I kind of want to look that up right now. To
2: yeah, me, me too, <laughs> Metallica. I don't like it played with. I don't know why. It, it's like I. It's it's very close to you me. You can't you can't fuck with perfection <laughs> I'm gonna smash <laughs> you in my fucking teeth <laughs> It was very, very dear to me and it's precious to me and it's part of a memory that that, uh, that I had a lot to do with how I grew up, so I, I don't wanna mess with it. Metallica's
1: I, like a gateway into like real metal.
2: No. You fucker. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Uh, I, I like hmm. them, and, and I like uh, preserving the memory and not changing the tunes. I just, I still appreciate their songs, and hey. don't feel I want them changed. I'm not ready. I'm not saying I won't listen to covers later on, but yeah, right yeah. now, not into it. Hmm. Yeah, not opposed to them. By all means, enjoy them. But fuck you, Scott, and your Metallica rap versions that you force me to listen to in Kate's car <laughs> 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 every well, it's time. It's the
1: girl talk, the girl talk, fucking remix where it's a uh, little lipstick. Little, yeah, exactly. Oh God, little so mama rapping over, wrapping lipstick over, over one. <laughs> lip gloss, cool. lip gloss.
3: Yeah,
1: my lip gloss <laughs> is, is popping. Gloss is
2: popping. <laughs> <laughs> I was ten, eleven, listening to Hendrix and Steve Ray, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Metallica and all that stuff, and uh, I don't know. I, it's just,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it needs to be that to me. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know, do you have
1: any? Do you have a like untouchable bands? I don't know. Like, I kind of don't have a problem with a Metallica cover, but I would sort of have a problem with a Led Zeppelin cover for some reason. I'd be like, oh, come on, why? Yeah, like,
3: I... eh, come on. They're so, they're so like, classic. You, you no, know? but,
1: but I, I understand why people would do covers, but yeah. you're just sort of like... Well, like specifically, like anything off of like Led Two. Okay, so like <laughs> the, the
3: first like seriously awesome disc that I got into when I when I got a, C, a big boombox CD player right. was "Are You Ready for It?" Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. That's, that's totally and
1: fucking reasonable. I listened
3: to that album on repeat, just like disc one, disc two, disc one, disc two, <laughs> like for like fucking four months before I went and bought more CDs. Yeah. And I I I think I would have trouble. Imagining someone covering any of those tunes properly. Maybe not because it's like verboten or anything, but because Billy Corgan's voice is so like (laughs) perfect for those and would not work anywhere else.
1: I heard a great Billy Corgan related story.
3: There's a lot. He's become a total fucking. No, 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 but this is so so apparently Courtney Love. He's off his rocker.
1: At a party where asked when what was the best sex of her life, Mm -hmm. said that one time because Billy Corgan and her hooked up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so, one time Billy Corgan tied her to a bed, and then left to do errands for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> and when he came back, and she was like so utterly fucking like destroyed and submitted that it was like the perfect release when he then fucked her after coming back from his errand. That's.
2: There are so many people like stories of people dying in cases like that. That's yeah, it's pretty
3: dangerous. It's yeah. so
1: a little bit of a shame that that didn't happen to Courtney. <laughs> Come
2: Dude. on, how
3: much fucking venom can people hold on to for that lady? Quite a bit. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, I was never a Nirvana fan.
1: It's the 20th anniversary? 30th? 20th anniversary yeah. this year.
2: three
3: weeks
1: ago? something. yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. weeks
3: ago? And they, um, they th- there was a re-inquiry into the police reports, into the evidence yep. surrounding his name, yeah. and they found that he absolutely, 100% killed himself, and that's the end of the fucking story. Yeah, yeah, they
1: released new photos yeah. of the crime scene, but none yeah. that had him in it.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they also, I think we might have talked about this before, they were, um photographer incidentally released a book that was fucking crazy cool like i saw some of the photos out of it Mm -hmm. which was the photo of the tour with uh them and mud honey and another band that i can't fucking remember but it was like right before they fucking broke out Mm -hmm. so it's just like these like fucking like an entire like thick fucking coffee table book of photos of the band super young that like nobody's ever seen crazy
3: Yeah, yeah yeah like super
1: super cool but yeah.
3: I don't know how you could have not been into Nevermind. That album was so big.
2: No, I, I just didn't like it. the whole grunge thing went over my head. Like I could not okay, Nirvana I could I could stomach. I thought it was alright. Just didn't do anything for me, but Pearl Jam just yeah. pissed me off. Are you kidding me? Pearl I Jams. was more into Pearl Jam Rage than Rage Against into the Machine, I wanted to burn their albums. Really? I hated both of these bands so wow. much. I was just okay, the, the
3: mystery of Sophie <laughs> deepens.
2: <laughs> I was just hardcore into old school rock and metal. I just didn't like mm-hmm. variations at that point.
3: What yeah, about Faith No More? Yeah, they
2: were cool. Yeah, they were. Cool. Yeah, I like them.
3: Super fucking
1: cool. Incidentally, on the same on the same story, was, yeah. this is like a dude who was ta- I was, I can't remember if I was listening to it listening to some interview, and it was like a guy who was talking about he was a, uh, a touring musician with Smashing Pumpkins, mm. and meeting Dave Grohl made him a quit. The smashing pumpkins, even though he wasn't really yeah, smashing yeah, pumpkins, yeah. he's like a made him like quit smashing pumpkins, but completely reevaluate his life because he's like he's like they're literally polar opposites. He's like Billy is a fucking musical genius.
0: Yeah. Like he,
1: no, I think that with the body of work that he's done, like his it, songs are it, very well written. Very it
3: really ended at Avenador. Like there's like a but that's still and like five albums in man. Yeah, that's five
1: albums. And one of them is a double album. If you yeah. if you sit there and compose six or seven hours of genius level music you can maybe have some downward spring when you maybe it gets away from you but anyway he's like so like take that away he's like he's like musically fucking and he's like and even then he's like i think he's too smart to fucking like he's like he doesn't really differentiate what is good to listen to versus what is good technically Mm. and that's can make something shitty that to listen to but he's like on the technical level he still might be doing interesting things because he was like he was like there was sometimes where we're like There's too many layers on this. This sounds like noise, Billy. And he's like, I think people will get it. And they're like, nope. (laughs) No one will get this. This is crazy. Like, and he doesn't make that. He's like, so whatever. Musical genius. But he's like, he's a shitty fucking person. He's fucking like super like bummed out. Fucking can be like happy one minute and then like turn on you in a second and like whatever. So bipolar? I guess so. But like also a shitty person. Like, because he's also just like shits on people for no reason. And fucking like. And he's like, and then I met Dave Grohl, and he's like, if you meet Dave Grohl, he's like, it doesn't fucking matter who you are. Mm-hmm. I, like,
2: I hear an awesome game. He's like,
1: he's just excited to meet you. Yeah. He could be like, fucking show me around your office, dude. Like, tell me what it's... A p- You're a business analyst? Like, what do you analyze? <laughs> 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 what does that even mean? Like, do you change like the... If so, you cha- change the company, will it change? oh, shit, you know, and he's, like, you're, like, whoa, fucking, like, be cool, like, he's, High like,
3: five, Dave." <laughs> he's like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Dave Grohl told me
1: my job was awesome, yeah. but he's, like, you just see him, like, talking to texts and stuff, and, like, he's, like, he's just super excited about fucking everybody mm. that he meets, and he's, like, I was, like, oh, wow, that's how to live your life, fuck the Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> <laughs> like, so long, Billy, <laughs> like, Dave Grohl is doing it right, and so it just, like, fucked off and started making his own music and just moved to LA, the guy, sure.
3: I was, like, oh, it's super cool, huh.
1: yep. Dave Grohl.
3: I got I got tons more stuff. I got this. There's two large video game announcements, but I feel like I'm monopolizing our we our, are our time. We together. have about
1: ten, ten minutes. Yeah, we so have ten. ten I minutes. I have a book. That's what
2: did, it. What did you read, Sophie? Uh, I'm reading. Uh, I still have like two chapters left. I'm reading Mindhunter by John Douglas and Mark Olvera. Right. All right. See you yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. It's it's by John Douglas. It's his experiences. Uh, in the FBI. The in, um. Basically, the founding and development and growth of the criminal profiling within the FBI. So, Mm. within the decline of the Hoover years, Mm -hmm. and then his getting out made room for a female officers, and then um, a little more credibility was given to the... What? What was that look you exchanged? J.
1: Edgar Hoover famously dressed up as a woman, so I was like, you can't really...
3: Yeah, totally crazy about it. And the fact that there were no women allowed under him just... Yeah. Super, you old so and so, hilarious. He was
2: big on no women in the in the uh-huh. FBI. Yeah. But yeah, no. So it, it's just it's about that. It's one of the guys who basically founded um, and and helped the the department become what it is today. And it's a lot of insight into some of the big cases that that he's looked at. You know, can like you
3: recommend? What were some of the cases?
2: Uh, the Green River Killer is one. Uh, he interviewed just to, to have more of a basis for when they're training new. Agents in the into criminal profiling, mm-hmm. they went and interviewed something like fifty-three inmates, hmm. uh, serial killers or, or serial rapists or, or wow. you know, those those sorts of things. One of them being Charles Manson. Yeah. Uh, they interviewed him uh, and just a, a bunch of other guys. It, it, it was actually really fascinating to, cool. to get a bit of insight, and it's um, actually made me take the steps to go back to school into criminology. Finally, hmm. that and my new job. So yeah. It's a really good read. Sophie's
3: gonna be the man. Well, Keith I and I both that, um, read the um, uh, Public Enemy. Yeah. Which or public enemies, which is like the history of the birth of the FBI and Hoover and uh, Barker Carpus gang. God, I'm not gonna remember all of them. John Dillinger and yeah, John was Bonnie me and Clyde. about this the yeah. other
2: night, and uh, I'm borrowing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Super good. And another piece of that like FBI history that I'm yeah. gonna complement that book really well. Yeah.
2: Yep. It'd be interesting to see that. I, I don't know how it's written comparatively to this. Uh, this one is a bit autobiographical. Autobi- yeah. you know, autobiographical? Whatever. Uh, he, well, he's written it-ish, I think. Okay. So either way, a, a lot of his uh, personal experiences are in there, as well mm. as what he's going through personally at yeah, yeah, the yeah. time that he's doing these cases. and or. Yeah, true crime can be like
1: wildly on. different written. Like Sometimes it can be extremely dry. Sometimes it can be like a story. Public enemies? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying those true crime as Not a okay. as a genre yeah. can be like completely different approach from like depending from like author to it's author That's
2: okay because of the way he writes everything is very psych, psych, psychology right. driven mm-hmm. so everything kind of reflects and it makes sense to why he reacted and maybe engineered something a certain way in the department at that time because mm-hmm. of something he was living at home or whatever you know
3: I think in those kinds of cases I, I prefer a bit of a dry approach to it because there's like a bit of respect for probably people who got murdered in these there's, the stories, there's a tremendous
2: you know? amount of respect in there, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. And if you if you do it kind of like light and and turn it into something like a ta- like a fanciful tale, you're not really being quite respectful. I don't know, uh, yeah,
1: but I'm saying, but it can still, but you can still do something like you can have like rec- like well, like one of my favorite fucking moments uh, of I believe it's Savannah Nocturne*, yeah, when there was the guy who was under like 24-hour police surveillance, mm-hmm. who then just decided to throw himself through a window. To his death. <laughs> so it's like one of the like one of the rats there, like like a fucking uh, what's the word? Like one of like star, star te- people testifying against the mob and whatever okay. when they were like when they were really key trying witness? to key witness. There we go. But yeah. I don't even think it was a key witness. Hey, Sophie.
3: These technical <laughs> terms.
2: <Slod. laughs> go yes. to school. Key to witness. Whatever. Politics, forget it. I'm under a rock, With this i During
1: like yeah, one of like the major fucking like one of the major actions against the mob or whatever. Uh-huh. So it was surrounded by fucking like. Like, in, like, a hotel room, surrounded by guards. And then was, like, through himself, slash, was clearly thrown yeah. through a fucking window. And then on his tombstone, it said he could sing, but he couldn't fly. <laughs> and I was like, the mom's just like, ha-ha, fuck you. And I was, wow. like that, I was like, that made me laugh. But I was like, they just killed a dude. Yep. And I was like, probably it was the cops that killed the dude. Like, because then the cops were like, didn't see anyone come in or go. Must have been a suicide. And you're like,
3: what? Yeah, in, um... Uh, public enemies they talk about that like the FBI not really a military organization would grab people beat the fuck out of them get them to talk mm-hmm. like that that just happened what do they call it? what was the like the like term Whatever. When they in- walk out going hoovered
2: well something
3: I interrogation <laughs> techniques I know I know what
1: significant you're
3: significant or like it's like such like an innocuous double speak kind of term yeah but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway what no, I, mean? I know what you're talking about yeah. severe interrogation <laughs> techniques <where laughs> they like locked him in a room beat him with a phone book for a couple of days Jeez. like Anyway.
1: Well, hilariously, that's like they possibly did that to Luciano, right? Like yeah. they talk, about, they do that in season four of Boardwalk Empire. Like they and they they sort of smooth out sort of what's going on, and they don't make it the they don't make it the because like this famous story with Lucky Luciano where he like disappeared one time, showed up a couple days later just beaten the fuck out of, mm-hmm. and and like because Luciano like always fucking talked in like speak and fucking made up stories about his past and all that stuff. Like so many, like he's the only one that knows what happened, right. but there's like one of the theories is that it was just the fucking feds working him over. And he like, he, that he probably gave up some, like enough people to get let loose, let but like at right moment so that they couldn't tie it back to him and stuff. Crazy. But, but who knows? But nobody knows. They, they, they change that in the show. They think they make it, uh, they make it one of the mobsters or whatever who orders it. But it's like, I was like, Oh fuck, this is the thing that's going to happen. <laughs> he's like, he's going off on his own. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him <laughs> It's good times. Fallout mm-hmm. Empire is a lot of fun.
2: You mentioned something about video games. Yes. The there's that, yeah? two
3: very large releases. I don't know if I want to talk about them all because there's, there's so much to say. We like could talk
1: about them a little bit and then we could talk about more next week if you remember.
3: Okay. Well, uh, here's one. I'm not going to talk about the other one. One is uh, Diablo 3's expansion pack Reaper of Souls launched today. Okay. You guys will remember. I, oh, that um,
2: explains why so many people were on there. Yep. I was leveling my priest in WoW today. And, and all these people were, like, online. Up, yeah.
3: You know. um, So, Diablo 3 famously was absolute gobshite upon release. Mm -hmm. Um, It, like, was just not very fun, and that's the whole thing of Diablo, is you kill stuff and you take its treasure, and that has got to be fun, and Mm -hmm. they they completely fucked it up. So, a couple weeks back, they did this thing where they called Loot 2.0, where they changed how the item system works and tried to make it fun again, and then um, they just released the expansion pack, and having put, um, I guess, 20 hours or something into it in the last couple weeks, I would say it is fun as fuck. They totally recaptured the magic of Diablo 2. Cool. They like just that whole like sitting down killing a bunch of fucking demons for an hour getting a bunch of new bows and hats and shit and, and hitting things harder it's fun as hell. Fun as hell. Well. Yep. That's why we play okay. Borderlands. It's exactly why we play Borderlands cuz <laughs> yeah. it's it's fun as shit and you just shoot stuff and it's great. Yeah. Like I don't even have that much to say about it. It's Diablo. If you remember what Diablo 2 was and how it would like devour your soul and you just
2: yeah <laughs> <That's like>, intense.
3: <laughs> have great times. Like it's exa- they they've managed to do it. So far, anyway. I don't, I don't know if it's going to I tried up. playing the
2: beta, um, yeah. of, you know, but the before the expansion, evidently. Yeah. But I just... Eh.
3: Give it a go again. Like, it's it's just super fast action, and... and
2: I barely even yeah. have enough time for WoW anymore.
3: Well, the thing with WoW is, like, if you want to do anything, you got to get together with your friends and, and, like, get organized.
2: Well, that's what we do. That's the only time I, r- I, I get on is for Raid.
3: Well, that's why Diablo has a wonderful niche, because if you have, like, 15 minutes... You wanna sit down and kill stuff for fifteen minutes, you can do that and and you don't have to worry about playing with other people and you can actually progress in that time. So
2: Okay. You know,
3: not not having to be organized to play, just whenever Wow well, has that now. Yeah. Yeah, mm.
2: with, with LFRs and stuff. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Also open dungeon. raid now as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well.
1: And pretty much wraps it up.
0: Yep. <laughs> <On that note. laughs>
1: All right everybody. Everybody's got video games to go play.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not talking about Dark Souls 2, which is the major release that that you've now beaten it on your
1: second playthrough. Yeah. yeah. It's time it's, th- it's time for that's after election talk. I yeah, saw the
2: nice big toy you got for yourself.
3: Well, it's part of the um the collector's edition of Dark Souls 2 which I it's wasn't a collectible Sophie. O- I wasn't going <laughs> to order it because I don't give a shit about collectibles. I don't give a, a shit about little like statue things like Keith does. As John it, looks at my statue. Collection. I do. And uh it's just I got the collector's edition because From made such a brilliant game with Dark Souls 2. I regret not giving them more money.
2: Really? Yeah. If you don't want it, I'll take it.
3: I, I almost don't even care, but I feel bad giving away something I paid one hundred thirty dollars <laughs> for. Like,
1: you like even like, what I mean, you've you have like the Dark Souls stuff. Like, you're you're having some like
0: display it pieces. Like, yeah,
1: no, because you do have a better net, you, than
3: you have the Tantive. You know
1: the Tantive and Dark Souls. That's what
3: I have right now. I'm I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Dark Souls Two is wonderful. I can't wait it. Okay. This Excellent. Was nine five entertainment system. Goodbye. See you in two weeks. Go vote. <laughs>
1: Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number nine to five D O T C C 9 to 5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter, we're at sign number nine to number five CC